is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. Yes, indeed, it has been some time since we've done an episode. I feel like that's been the theme of the back half of this year. But I think it's more intentional than anything. I want to do everything now in terms of quality over quantity. Not that nothing before was really quality when we were pushing out a ton of quantity. I mean, think back to when we were doing two episodes a week and then once every week. And then it kind of fell off a little bit. And now it almost feels like it's been either two a month or really one a month. However, I think it's incredibly more beneficial to both of us who have things going on and are busy, but also a little check-in here and there is not the worst idea in the world. We are on to now season four of this podcast, and I really want to give all the praise and thanks to you out there, you who have been here for this whole journey maybe, or caught along after we started covering The Bachelor, or started talking about really relationship growing, or even take it back a little bit farther at the beginning to all of my guys out there who were just trying to figure out what was going on in dating, what was happening, how do I do it? But as I've always said, you have to have a pivot. And uh, with our podcast now, we understand that very well. Uh, And the pivot is more in terms of your career and things that you can do to be in a position like myself uh, at a really young age. I know I can provide a ton of context and a ton of perspective that can hopefully change your life going forward. And that's what I plan on doing during this upcoming and really current season of this podcast. And today, I want to really help a lot of you who are in college or, I don't know, going into college or maybe even right out of college. I want to help you secure that job because everyone out there has worked that internship where you're like, okay, do I want to do this? Am I doing this? because my parents said it's a good idea and that like I have to figure my shit out. But I want to run down on this episode the six do's as an intern to secure that job. These six things, I can guarantee you, if you do them, you will secure this job. And if you don't, it's not the company for you because the company for you, the company that's scaling, that has really great people, will look at these six things particularly, and these are six things that you have to do without a doubt, and I hope that I can help you in some sort of a way. But before we get any farther, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the number one online therapy service worldwide. There's over 3 million, probably now 4 million people using the platform, including myself, who has been using it for a really long time I'm a long-standing partner of this podcast and will continue to be one moving forward. I understand therapy is very expensive, and I think with BetterHelp, the great thing about what they do in terms of being able to connect with a therapist and the availability and the convenience and really the affordability too, even after you use my code, which I'll give you here in a second, if it still is too expensive, you can fill out, and this is within their platform, your income bracket and it's super secure. It goes through a third-party website that is regulated uh, to a pretty high extent. So you don't have to worry about any of that information getting out and they can even lower the cost more. I think therapy is so important. I've talked about it for a long time. It's not that there's anything wrong with you, but it's that you want to better yourself. 
And when you start showing, hey, I want to better myself, you're going to attract people who are doing the same exact thing. I mean, it's the law of attraction. What you are projecting, you're going to attract. It is something that has taken a long time for me in my life to learn. However, it is so important to be in therapy. I want all of you to take advantage of this. If you go to betterhelp.com slash A-N-T, you're going to get 10% off of your first month. Try it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. And the best part about this, and there's so many really great parts, you can change your therapist whenever you want free of charge. So at first, if you're like, you know what, I'm not really vibing with this person or they're not really understanding me, you can change it free of charge as many times as you want. It is so amazing what BetterHelp has done. And they've certainly helped me get to the point in where I am in my life, where as we go into 2023, I'm finally happy. I feel great about myself. And I know that I have been on this trajectory of just self-growth. So again, if you go to betterhelp.com slash A-N-T, you're going to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash A-N-T. So you really want this job, right? You think you want this job or you maybe really fucking don't want the job. You hate the company, you hate the people. You're like, why am I doing this? Do my parents want me to do this? Do I want this? Like you're out of college you just got your degree. You probably have some student loans. You have a little bit of debt. You're like, all right, I just did all this for what? I don't even like this. What am I doing with my life? The best answer that I can give to you on that is this. Whatever you are passionate about, and some people haven't found it, and that's fine. But when you find it, find a fucking way to monetize the shit out of it. I don't care what it is, there is absolutely nothing in this world today that you cannot monetize off of because the shit that I have seen being here in Miami, being in LA, being all over the place really is mind-blowing and the fact that there are certain groups and amounts of people that will become interested in whatever you're passionate about just because you're passionate about it. It's crazy. So if that's where you are, it'll be fine. It'll get better. I promise. I really promise. However, you have to be busting your fucking ass. Period. End of story. There's no, well, I'll wait. I'll take a gap year. All this bullshit. The longer that you prolong this and push it off, the worst position you're going to be in later on in your life. So you have to think of it in those terms and everything like that. But on this episode, I want to give Some of you out there who are in a position of maybe securing that job, you have an internship or thinking about doing an internship, I don't care if you're in college, maybe just starting college, this is going to be helpful, or out of college and you're between the entry level job and maybe you have to take an internship in a really great company to then get a higher level position down the road. I mean, who knows what is going on uh, out there with so many of you, but I want to give you these six do's and even before I get into them. Think about this. When a company or somebody asks you to sell yourself, they don't really give a fuck about you. They don't care about your story. They can tell you they do and use big and grand words. They don't give a flying fuck. They care that when you talk about their company and the vision of that company and the bottom line that's going to be impacted, are you going to talk about it in that same way, that same tone, that same cadence, that same confidence? So if you've ever noticed when someone asks you about you in a job context, 
Maybe they do care a little bit if you have a unique and interesting story, but they really don't give a fuck. Everybody is in it for one particular reason, and that reason is very simple, to affect the bottom line and grow, grow, and grow. That's it. And are you contributing or are you hurting? Those are questions they're going to ask a whole ton. But just know, when they ask you to sell yourself, think about it in that light. So then you can change your approach Still be you, be authentic to who you are, but have that in the back of your mind that that's the actual real reason why they're asking that question. All right, let's get into these six do's. If you could put a price tag on these six do's, you can tell me what that would cost. I have a great feeling it would be extremely expensive and honestly very rare. So number one, on this do's list. And I don't think one has greater importance over another, but this is just how I thought of these. You have to be someone as an intern that provides solutions even when you don't know the answer. There's going to be a ton of situations where you're asked to do something and you have no fucking clue what they're asking you to do. And you have to be transparent about it don't lie. But the immediate follow-up after that whole, okay, well, I'm not sure. Don't just say that. It's, I'm not sure, but I will figure it out or I will get this done quickly. And the way in which you say that every single fucking time has to project confidence like you're going to be president of the United States. And it's not that you're lying. It's not that you're being shady. It's that when you say that, you have to mean it and deliver. I promise you, if you are someone that provides solutions, even when you don't know a lot of the answers, which you're not going to, you're an intern, you're trying to figure out what's happening, you're seen as a valuable person. Because when you rise up in that company and learn and grow and figure out how things are happening, you already have that mindset. And as an intern, I promise you, not everyone there has that mindset. So that's number one. And it's really fucking important that you provide solutions, even when you don't know the answer. Figure it the fuck out is the best way I can put that. And that's the nicest I can be. Number two, involving yourself in scopes outside of your work. Not that you want to be stepping on anyone's toes. That's, by the way, you should never do that. Or getting even involved in their work. But showing a willingness to want to grow even if you're not salaried or with the company yet to any extensive level. So showing that, hey, I'm an intern right now, but I want to do this, or I want to learn about this, that all of a sudden triggers the person that you are reporting to or a superior to, or that is superior to you in that situation. Holy shit, this person not only is providing solutions, but they want to get involved in things outside of my work, or outside of your work particularly. That's very valuable. And as an intern, even if you do those two things right away, you have a really good chance of getting hired. I've seen it. I have hired people like this. I really look for that particularly. I don't give a fuck about the 4.0. I don't think any job these days, unless you're a doctor or a lawyer, and this is really a broken record statement. I think you're seeing a lot of this now. But if you're doing general business or doing marketing or goodness, anything in that type of realm, The education matters, 
But I would take anyone that has the experience and the drive with those two dudes that I just mentioned over someone who had a 4.0 every single fucking day, twice on Sundays. All right, number three. When in doubt, always, and I mean always, CC your supervisor. This will do a couple things. It's going to show your effort over time subconsciously. Like, wait a minute, they're continually involving me. They're giving me visibility. I like this. This person's working. Without even saying it, you're just doing it. Just trust me on that one. And it also allows your superior to feel comfortable when things are a little rocky, that you're going to, again, be that person to give them the visibility. As someone who has held very high positions in some really big companies, anytime that I get visibility, I feel so much better about that person, especially when a situation goes awry or crazy and things will happen. But always CC your supervisor, always. And, you know, they might be like, well, I don't want to see this shit. Do it anyway, because at the end of the day, you're protecting yourself, actually. And you're doing a lot of things subconsciously. And that really is what a lot of these do's on this list do. So not only are you providing solutions and involving yourself in things outside of your current title and job description, but you're including now your superior and giving them visibility. You can see how this trend is making into a person that is really fucking qualified for any position in any company and even going a little bit above and beyond an entry-level job. At the start, I mean, you never know. You really never know. Number four is going to be one that some of you may disagree with. Always being available. There's this massive misconception out there about, well, if... I am always on during the time of the job, then I'm just good. I'm fine. They'll like me. It's great. I hate to break it to you. That couldn't be more false. You need to be available like you're checking that TikTok feed that I know all of you are scrolling right now. You will learn very quickly, very quickly, that in order to move up in your career, you will most certainly have to sacrifice. And the question that I pose to you is this. How far are you willing to go? How far do you want to go? How many people will remember the impact that you brought to the bottom line? Think about those two questions. They're super, super deep. Um, Those, I don't even... It's like emotional talking about it because when you're so passionate about something, doing it, it, it changes the way in which you think and do things. And I know for a lot of you out there who are just working for a company to get by and just pad the resume and do things, I understand it. But it's a sacrifice. And I know some of you will say, well, you know what? Actually, when I'm off, I'm off. And that's me time. That's fine. You'll work for 60 years. I don't think a lot of you want to work for the next 60 years of your life. I think maybe you want to do like 30 or less. So in order to do that, there are certain sacrifices you have to make. Number five, this one is a real career learner that I have had in every company, job, brand I've worked in and for. Knowing your audience. 
take note as to how everyone in this internship that you are in, people that are even salaried, take note as to how they act around you, around other people, and also how they act around your superior when they are there. You will notice that there is a very big shift in energy and the way in which conversations are had because a lot of these people are experienced and they know how to play to an audience. It sucks. It's one of the parts of business that I don't love because you have to kind of be a little bit unauthentic at times. However, it's part of the game. Also, I think something really important, you need to know that your job is to be the biggest sponge in any conversation and observe what everybody else says before you speak. This will do a couple things. This will have everyone turning toward you at the end for that final thought. You want to be the person giving the final thoughts because you hold the power. That's something I learned a long time ago. That is a, oh, it's so important. So important. Another thing you need to be doing when you're knowing your audience and in the know about who you're around and really what's around you. Speaking in confidence, and this kind of goes back to the first one about providing solutions to things you don't know the answer to. You have to speak in confidence on the premise that for whatever your dream job is, you're going to possess this ability to know your audience and to know your shit. That gives you confidence at the end of the day. Whatever your dream job is, you have to think in your mindset now, I have the confidence for it today. Even if you don't, you will train your mind subconsciously to do it. Trust me, it works. And one of the best pieces of advice with knowing your audience as a young person You're very fiery. You have a lot of knowledge. You want to move up in the company. You want to make a shit ton of money. You want people to know you. Whatever you want. Don't try and outmaster the master. This is one of the 48 laws of power. Maybe paraphrase a little bit from it. It is so important as a young person that even if you think you're smarter than your superior, you never ever show that because the second you do, You will become an outcast, and that is certainly what you do not want when you are starting your career. You need to be, and I'll give you a very good analogy. You need to be, and maybe living in Florida, this gives me the analogy, having seen these things on the fucking highway, by the way. You need to be like a crocodile sitting in water with their eyes just slightly above the surface. That's exactly how I would equate knowing your audience. And by the way, never attacking and never trying to outmaster the master, your superior or any superior above them. Your job is to be that sponge, to be that person, to gain as much knowledge and understanding and to really be the yes man or yes woman and figure it out. That's it. That will get you hired. And to finally, number six of these dues to secure that job as an intern By the way, this could even be to secure an internship, but I think being an intern, if you're at that point now or going to be one, these things, I mean, you can see the type of person it's building. It's building someone that's so powerful, that knows their shit, that it's very hard to say no to. Number six is 
connecting with as many people as possible, and I would say primarily in person, but a lot of your work will be done on LinkedIn. A lot about hiring is what you know. However, there are a lot of people that know. The unspoken part about this is who you know. You need to be a person that is, I don't care if you're introverted. I could not talk to anybody five, six years ago. I was getting out of it. I mean, I couldn't talk to girls, guys. Think about this. I couldn't even do it. Look at me now. Regardless if this is dating or your career, you have to become the best connector and the best networker amongst anyone your age. Period. End of story. It's a lot about what you know, but really about who you know. One thing that you can do, say you start working as an intern in a company or even as a new employee in any company, you should be reaching out to as many people in leadership, thanking them for the opportunity to be a part of the company and the team. Even if they have no fucking clue who you are or had anything to do with your hiring. Game recognizes game and they will see it very quickly. Another thing that you can do is set meetings with And some will get turned down, but you don't know unless you try. Setting meetings with people that also have these higher and leadership positions and do it frequently. I think that is so important and undervalued and underrated. And when you have these meetings, you want to understand why what they do is important in affecting the bottom line. When you start speaking in those tones, you're going to be looked at as a superstar. I promise. And the reason that I put this as number six is because we're at the end of the podcast and this is going to determine the real people who actually want real impact in the world and real jobs versus those of you who just don't care and want to do enough just to get by. Will you go that extra mile? That's the question. And uh, doing this as number six will separate you from the pack of people that are your age right now and that will blindly work for 60 plus years And still ask that question, why am I still working? They never got the game. So to recap here, when you're providing solutions and involving yourself in scopes outside of your work and always giving your supervisor visibility and being available always, knowing your audience and connecting with as many people as possible, including leadership, that will secure you the job that you want. I promise. I just gave you the answers to the test. It's a matter if you want to take them or not. And guess what? This is not Chegg or Course Hero. This is free information. That's the episode. Shout out to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Again, if you go to betterhelp.com slash A-N-T, you're going to get 10% off of therapy for the first month. Check it out. If you don't want to do it, you can cancel it. Change your therapist whenever you want. It is so amazing and so impactful and has impacted me to where I am today in my life, my career, and dating life as well. Also, if you go to antforall.com slash partners, there's other deals and discounts there with our fabulous other partners. What else do I have? Oh my goodness. I don't think I have anything else. Have a great rest of your week. Stay safe out there. It's great to finally be back uh, and starting and kicking off this season four 
of this podcast and, and hopefully we have many episodes like this going down the road as I can help you in your career and get you to the next level and, and ultimately allow yourself to scale. That's so important. So with that being said, stay safe out there again. Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to all of you later.